Welcome back to Power Work Crit, everybody. My name is Corin, and today I will be your dungeon master. With me are four indestructible players. They are Kayla, and I'm playing Irithal Boreal. I'm Andrew, and I'm playing Gabriella Glimmerglamour. I'm Ashlyn, and I'm playing Isidore Welkinmov. And I'm David, and I'm playing Mickey. And Corin, you better not have cursed us with that statement. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I mean, what? <laughs> I mean, we did just level up, so we're feeling all kinds of powerful and sturdy. Because as everyone knows, in D&D, &D, the higher level you are, the easier it becomes. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> so, last time on Power Word Crit. Back to Grandmother's house you go. Mickey managed to get some poison off of Spira's tail, but not without some consequences. Your arm today, by the way, is still a little purple, but it's mostly healed. The important thing is that Spyra doesn't know about it. <laughs> we'll have to see if we ever meet Spyra again, and I haven't used it, if I can put it back. <laughs> Please don't. Uh, I'm not sure that works. You don't know? <laughs> You're not sure, which means it might. Mm. DM confusion. Concern. Anyway, you guys made it back to Grandma's. Gabriella made some tea. Unfortunately, her cooking skills are not quite up to par. And... What are you talking about, Corin? It was great. Yeah, Izzy and Gabriella managed to mm. not only be slowed for an hour, but Izzy fell asleep. Yep. And I guess she's super attracted to fairies now. Attractive. Attractive. Yeah, fairies, I'm not I believe, going is. to Sorry. be looking at any fairies. Yes, I apologize. <laughs> Attractive to fairies, so you have advantage on charisma checks only with fairies. Cool. Very apropos. Mm. <laughs> Irithel <laughs> made a contract with Grandma Grey Willow wanting to read all the fine print she did. It took quite a long time. You just you just don't sign on the dotted line with Faye. <laughs> with anyone, really, but definitely not Faye. It's true. Always read the fine print. Afterwards, you did eventually agree. Mm-hmm. Lost two memories. Yep. Fortunately and unfortunately, at the same time, she took away your happiest memory and your biggest regret. Technically, the feelings associated with yes, them. The feelings associated with them. Yeah. But you also gained a modified savage attacker feat. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we'll see how that goes. Yep. That one's uh Ooh. Yeah. Ouch. That one's, I don't, mm, yeah, we'll see how that goes. I don't know if I'm going to use it. We'll see. Because you get to like double the damage and then end up with a third of it coming back to you. Yes. Wait, I can no, no, no. You don't double the damage. Once you get to reroll one dice and then a third of the damage that you would, you inflict comes back to you. So, you know, you'll reroll that D8 so that it goes from a two to a four and then you'll calculate your damage and say, oh, that's nine damage. And so you'll deal three damage to yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll see if I use this. We should probably rename it, rename it to something like Savage Bloodlust or something. Because you become a lot more vicious and a lot less carefree. <laughs> so that night, after Gabriella went to go play some cards with her crew, she came back in to see that Spira and Grandmother Greywolla were in sort of a tense conversation. And later, Gabriella learned that something weird had happened with those amulets and your grandmother had seen two more fakes before that and she was very concerned that this one looked very real even though it turned out to be fake she also mentioned well she did a bunch of lore drop and then 
asked Gabriella if she would take up the mantle of doing some sort of ritual that happens every 27 or so years. It was the binding, I believe. Yes, the binding. She handed over the book, mm-hmm. and Gabriella now has a pact with her grandmother. A true warlock patron pact. Mm-hmm. So your grandmother may owe your soul. Anyway, <laughs> so, say, so it's official. Gabriella has now sold her soul to her grandmother. I'm sure. Say, didn't we already know that? <laughs> uh, but now she has a book. She has a book. Yeah, the the book. Now book. it's in writing. Book. Yes. Yes. You guys woke up the next morning and revealed that you might need to keep the blue one away because fairies are going to be all over her. So... Grandmother Grey Willow looks at you guys and says, are you ready to go? As she hands over a large bag full of jingly jangly coins to Irithel. Yep, we're ready. I believe so. Gabriella stretches and... Mm, yes, absolutely. I'm ready to get back on the on the river. Oh, that's right. You're disgustingly cheerful in the morning. I forgot. <laughs> Either disgustingly cheerful or incredibly hungover and you know slumped and just like oh. It's <laughs> a good point. Would the tea have made you hungover? Or you know whatever. <laughs> She went to bed late. She's either very much a morning person or very not. I I only asked because it was a special tea. Yep. It was a special tea. With some interesting ingredients, Mm -hmm. which can't have been good. Turns out that special tea is your specialty. (laughs) Uh, That's good. That's good. That was good. You guys hop onto the boat. Mm -hmm. And as you guys are leaving, Spira says, wait, 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 and quickly runs down. And hands a... Oh, that's a sight. Yes. A large creature. <laughs> right down to your boat. Mickey uh, squeals like a girl. <laughs> so do the other two crew members because they have no context for this creature. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Sheila's got the crossbow ready. and <laughs> Yeah, she she hands over about five gold and says, Can, can you bring me back some fish tofobuana? Fish tofobuana? Yeah. What uh-huh. tofobuana? It's it's a it's a flavor bomb. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's a type of spice. It's a delicacy of this area where it's they throw a whole bunch of spices and stuff and meat and stuff in there, and it's kind of like a a ball, like a steamed bun, but it's very large and it smells delicious. We encountered it early. Yeah, like episode one or two. So yeah. is it made out of tofu? No, tofobuana is translates to flavor bomb. It's. Hmm. Okay. It's gnomish. <laughs> no, we keep doing gnomish. It's a uh, oh, it's a made-up word. Okay, it is made. Yeah. Up. Okay, it's in centaur. That <laughs> was the it was the language that most aptly. I mean, you could have just said it was named after Tofobawana, who was the one who invented it. <laughs> who was a centaur? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> flavor bomb named his flavor bomb after flavor bomb. <laughs> His name became Flavor Bomb after he named it after himself. Yes. There we go. Cool. So she hands you over f- five gold. Bring me some fish tofobuana, please. Of course. Thank you. And then she scuttles back up. Gabriella tops off the tank, essentially, <laughs> with the water that she got from the spring earlier. Explain how you do this. Yeah. There, so at the helm, there's silver inlay and such things, but there's also... Yeah, you can think of it like a cap, essentially, that she unscrews. And she's got her silver jug that she does, and she pours that in that. Uh, when it's the right level, she screws it back on. And then, again, 
she gives the enchantment and with that the sirens wake it feels awake and enlivened more so than before Ugh, the dead people are back <laughs> oh that's right I forgot we our headcanon is that it's an undead siren mm-hmm. yeah the song that Gabriella sings flitters and flutters around the boat itself as almost if it's calling and responsing to Gabriella and the water itself and you guys continue onto the Court of Leaves. It takes you another hour to get to the entrance of the Court of Leaves. Gabriella, what does the entrance gate of the Court of Leaves look like? Surely it is crystalline silver lattice work in an archway. There's a huge bridge that goes across it where people will stand and can view anyone coming in and it's a very scenic point that people would rest. And as you go through this, you guys, the pathway opens up into a beautiful town that instead of being on the ground is up in the trees. You see will-o'-wisps floating around along with fireflies. The undead monster will-o'-wisp? Ish, yeah. Sure, great. Then I'm dead things. Checking. Yeah. Think ethereal. The town that you guys are flowing into is kind of a blend of wild and homeliness. Kind of like the Feywild and the Prime merge themselves together. So you see not only houses up in the trees, but you see them on multiple levels. You see stone bridges and wood bridges connecting these trees together. Some connect to the ground. Most of them do not. You also see that some of these Houses are connected to moving trees, and you see them slowly moving their way to a different location or coming to a different location. It is a beautiful sight, and the morning light glistens in between the leaves of the trees, and you hear lots of water. Like, you see a water feature on one side, you see a giant waterfall on the other, you see fountains. It's very beautiful. And think like upper-class side of Portland, Oregon. Lots of water, lots of beautiful, but like in the trees and a lot more tree housey. Mm-hmm. Sure. What season is it? Or is it like all seasons going on right now? So at the moment, it looks like the trees are starting to become fuller. So it looks like it's the beginning of spring in this area. However, you do see elements of autumn. You do see elements of winter. Depending on whose house, depending on the area, depending on the structure. I mean, it could be any of them, but in a general sense, it looks like the area is becoming lively again. And are these, they're large trees, obviously, but are we talking like supernaturally large trees where like a town hall fits into one tree and an entire apartment complex fits into another tree type of deal? (laughs) Yeah, That and also the trees, some of the trees are really close together. Some of the bamboo is really large. Think of like a grove of trees that for our apartment complexes and a very large tree for maybe town hall. Mm -hmm. If you think it, it's probably there. Okay. Not sure if they would have apartment complexes, but... The equivalent Yeah, I know. Now I'm seeing her going, huh, would they? All the poor pixies. (laughs) All the poor pixies. (laughs) 
Yeah, so you do see on the outskirts of it, you do see a lot more of those like apartment-esque buildings. Mm -hmm. The area is a lot more wild as well. Turns out the rent in Wonderland is really expensive. Most people can't afford housing anymore. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, you just don't want all the upkeep your own house. I mean, this if you get true. in an apartment, then mm. all you got to do is your own like little space. Oh, no. Have the Fae been gentrifying everything here? Yes, absolutely. They've been kicking out all the scummy low-class Fae and making it unpopular so they can have their wonderland here. Think more. The contracts started getting more intense. Same thing. Yeah, sure. So, yeah, I guess they would pay rent in contracts, huh? Or just, you know, both. Yeah. Now, this is not saying the outer portion is, like, super trashy. It's very beautiful. However, it's a little bit more unkempt. And the closer you get to the center of the Court of Lease, it's a little bit more... Stylized, perhaps. Stylized wildlife. Cultivate. Cultivated. Cultivated, yeah. I like cultified. Cultified. <laughs> it's very cultified. <laughs> Gabriella, you do know that in this area, certain spells are more powerful. So if you have any sort of, like healing spells those do 1.5 so if you roll a two you get an extra one if that makes sense so healing is a little bit more potent so traditionally the spells that would be strengthened are spells that are similar in nature to the place where we are so because the Court of Leaves is practically oozing the Feywild, anything that's associated with fairies and fairy-like abilities like fairy fire might be mm-hmm. better. However, things that are antithetical to fairies and fairy-like things might be weaker. So for example, we can tell here that the Fey love their contracts, so maybe chaos of magics are all weak here, but all these binding rules and law magics are very strong. So fairy fire might be improved. Um, I think probably enchantment and illusion. Enchantment and illusions might be better, but evocations might be weaker in Mm -hmm. general because that kind of outright violence is not as clever and fun and whatever. And, you know, the Feywild just doesn't approve. Okay, so let me back up. So, Gabriella, you do know that in this area, healing and enchantment and illusions are a lot more powerful here. So with healing especially like with a potion, it's 1.5. So multiply whatever the number is by 1.5. Enchantment and illusions, you get a plus one to the DC and plus one to an attack roll for any enchantment and illusions. However, evocation and necromantic spells, your DC and attack bonus goes down. They're just not neck lovers. (laughs) Not neck lovers. Does that make sense? Mm Mm-hmm. And you all who have never been here before, you feel emboldened and enlightened and more playful, I guess, which is going to be fun for Mickey. Mickey is sulking. (laughs) Poor Mickey. I don't know if Mickey's going to be playful. There's too many rules here. It's true. Mm -hmm. As you guys reach a port, it's a very small port. The dock itself looks like it's made out of tree branches and vines rather than planks of wood. And Gabriella, it will cost, because the port deals with monetary things and whatnot, it will cost a silver to park it a day. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah. Or two contracts. Two small contracts, whichever you wish to. Uh, we we have the silver on hand. We'll use that today. Sounds With good. A, a 
flashing smile. Perfect. So, Gabriella, what's the code of conduct here? I've never been to the Court of Leaves. Are there things you thou shalt not do? Thou shalt do? I hear it. Leave it be. Uh. <laughs> Maybe leave it alone. Is jaywalking considered a capital crime? Is I think jaywalking be, would be rather difficult. I mean, considering the, most of the walkways between the places are via bridges and such. So crossing otherwise you would be flying. And so... <laughs> it's, I mean, it it's, is a possibility. <laughs> it's not really a thing. Jay flying. I mean, do they have police officers here to make sure that we're obeying whatever laws they have? See? It's a good question. I don't do know. They, do they need police officers? <laughs> Mickey sulkily asks. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Or does the land just drop you in jail? Well, it might not be the land, but the contracts that people have aligned themselves to. Mm-hmm. If you violate those, then mere laws aren't tr- your trouble. You're more looking at the lines of something along the lines of what happened to Spira. Are there any contracts that have been enacted or code of conduct that we've agreed to just by entering the city? That's a good question. As of this moment, your only contract is this boat is going to stay here for a silver night. <laughs> okay, that is good to know. Now you, Irithel, do have a contract with Granny Grey Willow. Right, but that has to... Right. That would be that's different though. I'm just wondering in a general sense, do I need to worry that if I show too much skin, am I going to go to jail? Am I going ah. to if I look at someone cross-eyed? You see a couple dryads in the water. Mm-hmm. I think I think your uh dress is gonna be okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, since my leather armor's all holy from acid now. Yeah, I mean you see a couple people kind of give you a look like ooh what happened to that what happened to that thing but that's about it oh 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 no oh no they did not (laughs) (laughs) Uh, the only thing that i can think of is is maybe maybe there's something about like like some sort of safety thing or like not enacting violence on each other without cause without cause yeah without yeah i mean provocation and you wonder why Mickey doesn't like it here. Mm-hmm. Assume starting violence in the streets or murdering somebody without a contract is not allowed. Okay. And that's that's pretty... I mean, you can see that this area is pretty well organized. People are... So there are some sort of a cop structure, perhaps? There are contract readers who can go through your contract to see, like, what it entails, how you can get out of it if you need to, if there's any loopholes. But beyond that... Just don't be dumb. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know what? Here, Uh, how about this? I was like, this is a tall order to ask (laughs) at a D&D party. (laughs) Yeah, so how about this? As you exit the port, you Mm -hmm. see a big sign that says, rules for Mm non-residents. Don't be dumb. Don't fight in the streets. Everything must be done via contract. I feel sorry for the stupid people. (laughs) (laughs) I feel sorry for the people who are illiterate. Oh. Okay. The glances in the street are bothering me. Can I find a public restroom with a mirror? Yeah, you can. It will cost you in this area, because this area deals a lot with the outside world. Mm -hmm. Just this small little section. It will cost one copper to use the restroom or one tiny contract. I will do 
one copper, and I would like to fix the holes so that the acid holes aren't... Oh, she's, uh, she dropped into a, a mess. And more, oh, she meant to do that. Okay. Which will put more holes in my leather armor. Okay. It might result in an armor class d decrease. You're, you're intentionally distressing. Yes, we are <laughs> distressing. Okay. Th there's going to be, there has to be a role for this. Charisma? I'm pretty Artsy? sure the role is literally tool <gasps> use. I have. Fashion. I have this. I have leather working tools. Perfect. <laughs> Actually, does, let's see here. Gabriella, is there a mirror or something on your boat? I think so, probably. Let me look around. I, I go in, into the cabin and I go look around and yeah, I think that she's got a small one. Okay. Um, can I? If you need to, you can you can step in here. I appreciate that. Thank you. So I would like to take 30 minutes or so just to leather work and work on my outfits and because, oh no, those girls did not just look at me like that. Oh, they did. They did. Oh, they won't again. So go ahead and do either a charisma or a dexterity. Ooh. Check. And Ooh. if you have leather working tools, add your proficiency. I think we're going to do dexterity because I did just take a dex increase. Okay. Do a dex check with proficiency. <laughs> that would be a 23. Girl, you looking stylish. You are going yes. to bring the next trend to this area. Okay, good. <laughs> also, your armor level decreases by one. Can I get a plus? I'll talk to you later about if I can get a plus to my charisma, though. <laughs> Cir circumstantial. Circumstantial. Circumstantial, yes. Maybe not a plus to charisma, but a plus one on persuasion. Yes. Yeah, let's do plus one on persuasion. Yes. While you're here. Only in the Court of Leaves. But your armor rating goes down one. So whatever your armor is, it goes down one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You have a lot of holes, but it's beautiful holes. That is all that matters here. Beauty <laughs> is all that matters now. Uh-oh. What can have I, I a, created? Can I get a power token? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Take a power token. Since I found a way to get my... Since normally, Irithel would not do this. Irithel knows that your armor is very important. If there are holes, you fix it. But Irithel now thinks beauty is everything. Beauty is all that matters. Beauty is key. And so those girls gave us that look. And actually, if she had thought about it before we set out this morning, she would have fixed it before we got here. But yeah, no, we are fashion. Okay. And Thank you. Uh, the one rule, Gabriella, that you know that this group will probably run into and get, an, get into some issues or pickles with is if somebody asks for your name, don't give it. Oh, that would be a good thing to know, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. One thing that is very important is don't give your real name. Don't give your given name. Oh. Uh, names have power. Mm. And so it, it is generally a good idea to have a pseudonym, stage name, moniker, nickname, uh, w whatever fits you. Yeah. Grandmother Grey Willow is a lot nicer with that, where she will ask your name and she, you know, here, it's a little iffy. She's already a powerful entity, mm -hmm. so... So, Mickey, where are you going by? David, what is your character going to go by? <laughs> Mickey is refusing to, you know, listen because you haven't said his name. 
because you haven't told us your new name. <laughs> there seems to be a conundrum here. Tragic, really. Irithel would like to bat her eyes at Mickey. Would you tell me your name? Mickey gets a really funny look on his face. <laughs> Irithel has been acting <laughs> really weird ever since she made a contract with the Fae. <laughs> Imagine that. And you see him like scratching his head as he you know, wanders off a bit. Fine. I'll just go by Eerie. Gonna set off all the uh, series. <laughs> oh, true. <laughs> it's either that or Dancer. Dancer works. Okay. I that mean, fits. I'm going by Windwalker, so. Okay. I'll go by Dancer then. Windwalker. Gabriella. Or is Gabriella already the stage name? It's true. It could be. Glimmer Glamour certainly is. Um, but. Gabby. Is, you could just is, call yourself Glimmer. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I mean, if Glimmer Glamour is a stage name, then they don't know your true name. Because mm-hmm. her, her actual last name is Glamel. Okay. So. Okay. Alias mm-hmm. is all set up, ready to go. Is yep. that Mickey? That's a question mark. Uh, we'll, we'll find out eventually. Okay. And in, in fact, I'm going to say that, you know, Gabriella doesn't have to change anything because this is already her pseudonym. Yeah. Okay. So are you going by Gabriella? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. cool. So... Irithel, you're looking super smashing in that leather armor. <laughs> yes. Oh, very nice. Oh, thank you. Corin, here, here's a thing that I just thought of. So Izzy is particularly attractive to fae at the moment. Just to fairies, not all fae. Just fairies? Just fairies, not, not all Not the creature fae. type fae. Correct. Be- okay, oh, that's important. Okay, yes, that is. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. The, and everybody here is going to be Faye. And uh, G- Gabriella's creature type is actually Faye. Right. I was about to say, like, mm, does this affect Gabriella? Awkward. Now, when so, I say attractive too, that doesn't necessarily mean romantic. Right. It so. just means I have advantage on charisma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all I mean. Yep. Just a very beautiful person. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't just mean that, it means they might kidnap you. That's it. <laughs> Only the crazy ones. Well, I'm waiting for you to say exist. they're all crazy, but <laughs> that one was definitely a crazy one. Normally, I would say that, but I'm not sure these Fey are crazy. These Fey are structured. I know we have a number of things we need to get done. First of all, I need to drop off this cargo. Corin, uh, Agrija's place, Agrija Adonis. Mm-hmm. I assume that this dock is fairly close by, or was this like the main one or am I going to have to move the ship further you passed multiple docks on the way here okay. this is the furthest you can get to the innermost part of the city which is where she is she's right basically right outside of like where town hall would be mm-hmm. all you would really need to do is maybe walk 10 minutes and you would get mm-hmm. there so you're pretty close yeah uh, I think that I'm going to you know, go out and arrange for um, portage for the various crates to be able to be delivered and take care of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are able to accommodate you. That will be one gold or one large contract. I think that we're going to go ahead and use gold at the moment. Okay, that'll be one gold. Okay, we have gold. That is important to find out. Mm-hmm. I hand that over. Uh, thank you. And you are handed over a rubies, a large ruby. And basically all you do is shake the ruby and... Pointed at to where you need it to go, 
and kind of like what was it called the tensor's disc tensor's floating floating disc Uh, tensor's floating disc-esque thing will pick up whatever you need and it will follow you perfect this is something that she has commonly used in this area so we know the drill she comes back to the ship and Otis and Sheila have already started prepping the cargo and getting it pulled out of the hold and, and ready and then she points the ruby at it and makes the circular motion it glows and the, the disc appears and then we begin loading onto that sweet and it does it starts floating and you're on your way who's going with Gabriella? I've got to go make this delivery you're welcome to accompany me and we don't have anything time pressure to be able to get back so you've got run of the city essentially well I need to go find that magic shop for Granny Grey Willow planner imports okay yeah I actually know the proprietor there. He's very, very kind gentleman, Miss Siva. And he might be a good a contact for you, Izzy. Oh, okay. What does he do? So he, in a number... He see, sells stuff. Yeah, I mean, he does. But particularly in things back, going back and forth between the Feywild. And so he like has, transport stuff? He doesn't do the transporting itself. Oh, okay. But uh, items in there. Uh, particularly stones, I think. Oh, perfect, so, yes. Such like the flesh stone and the gyrismic powder, I think. Yes. So th- those are things that, you know, he's obviously going to have or going to be able to get a hold of. And very kind. Okay. Well. After I drop this off, I'm, we might be able to head out that way. I can help out with your delivery if you would introduce me to the proprietor. Of course. Okay. Gabrielle and Arithel, you guys cross over a few bridges, over the river and through the woods, mm-hmm. and... To Egregious House we go. To Egregious House you go. And once you get to Egregious House, you see this beautiful manor. We're talking four or five stories tall. It goes basically from almost the bottom of the tree to almost the very, very top. And these trees can be 100, 200, 300 feet. Very large. So it's... A four-story house? It looks four from the outside, but there could be a couple So each wishy-washy floor ones. is like 50 feet tall? They could be, yeah. Okay. They look it from the outside. Okay. You see that the house is made of beautiful, beautiful, like, burl wood and teak and oak. Just beautiful designs carved into it. It's a sight to behold. Mm-hmm. This would rival quite a bit of some of the beautiful houses that you have in the Everdark. It's a very different style, though, because the Everdark doesn't have wood. Mm-hmm. And so wood is a very, 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 very precious, rare commodity that you don't get in the Everdark, since trees don't grow underground. It's mm-hmm. true. They do have mushrooms. They do. You end up with mushroom stock wood. <laughs> mushroom stock wood. Does mushroom stock last? <laughs> I, don't know. I, I feel like I, I certain- read that in one of the Drizzt books. It, that's yeah. what they use. They do it for cross certain crossbows, I believe. Or no, wood? Yeah, crossbows. It's a wood replacement-ish. Yes. Nice. You come up to a beautiful gnarled wood gate. On the way, Gabriella's appearance changed progressively. Her normal blue and orange coat is much elaborated on. It has huge tufts of fur and feathers, and her nails are now painted and her hair is beautifully styled and curled. Again, it's, it's about, like, chin length. It's brown, and it's got 
extra like orange highlights in it mm-hmm. and her antlers are sparkly she's got like floating sequins around her jacket and things just Beautiful. you know, throwing out all the things and as we step up here be aware that Agrija is quite the personality she is very accustomed to being the top as she would say she uh, has some of those qualities that you might expect prima donna yeah okay Got and it. she was on a, she was prima donna you at the um, consortium with me what did she do she was a singer Okay, got it. Oh, okay. That adds a whole new... I'm thinking like opera singer now. It's like, oh, that's a whole new level of prima donna. Okay, Mm -hmm. got it. (laughs) Got it. And then we turn and walk purposefully in. Okay. Someone meets you at the gate. Um, May I ask why you are here? Delivery for the House of Adonis. Requested... 500 pounds of candied strawberry jellyfish. May I see the receipt, please? Of course. And produce it with a flourish. So, Irithel, you're a little confused because you hear this voice and Mm -hmm. Gabrielle just hands this over and all of a sudden this gnarled hand from the gate itself grabs it and you realize it's a tree end that has, has moved its branches into a gate and it takes a look at it. Its head pops out. You may enter. And the gate opens. Thank you. Okay, then. Hmm. Yeah. You guys get up to the main area. And Gabrielle, you know where the loading dock is. Basically, you go Mm -hmm. to the side of the house, yada, yada, yada. You get there. And standing there, to your surprise, is Agrija. At the servant's entrance? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, this is an important delivery. and It's something that she needs to supervise herself, apparently. She has to poison an entire party. Yeah, it's Mm. very true. (laughs) And you see in front of her, she has this floating parchment, and it's in a pen, and it's checking a bunch of stuff off. As you guys round the corner, you see her. Oh, hi, Gabriella. It's so good to see you. Internally... Gabrielle is like, yeah, so nice to see you. <laughs> oh, it's been so long. How oh. long has it been? Uh, it's certainly been, uh, is, it, is it what, two years now? I think. Uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so are kidding. those my candied jellyfish? Of course, only the best from Lake Town. Oh, yes. Thank you so much. I definitely needed these. I was a little worried that they weren't going to get here on time because you just never know how travel is between Lake Town and here. A lot of times it's late, depending on who they get, but I'm so glad you made it. And only about an hour late. That's not, that's no big deal. That's no big deal. So I just wanted to thank you because I am throwing a wonderful party for my second uncle's niece's third cousin twice removes great great granddaughter's true name day. Oh, really? Yeah. It's Sasha's name day? It is Sasha's name day. And I want this to be perfect. I don't want her to stress out at all because you know how stressful true name days can be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, well, I am so glad that we were able to take care of this for you. Absolutely. And who is your friend? May oh, I have it. your name? Dang it. I was hoping that I could just watch from the background and just be enjoy the uncomfortableness that Gabrielle is going through. 
I will step up. Uh, this is my associate. I believe that she is... I am the dancer. Oh, I have a, a haughtiness to me. Mm-hmm. I pull out the whole prima donna Uh-oh. dancer act over Ooh. here. Okay, game meets game. <laughs> it's so good to meet you. Where are you from? How long have you been here? Have you seen all the beautiful sights? Oh, I don't travel very far normally unless my company comes with me. Oh, that's such a shame. You should come here more often. If I had time, I would absolutely send my entourage to take you around. (laughs) By the way, I love your armor. Do you have to work for that? What does that even mean? My character would definitely get real fast and is... (laughs) Would be a lot more proficient at this at the girl games here than I am. I am not proficient with girl games. <laughs> oh no. Uh, so okay. It's the latest thing, Agreja. I can't. I I'm surprised that you haven't heard about it. Oh really? Is mm-hmm. it from Lake Town? No. Um, it is from far beyond the valley. In fact, under the valley. Dang, you're it, good. It is. I believe this. It's acid distressed. You have to get certain special kinds. Only the best. And Dancer here is lucky enough to have been able to get it before. I hear it's the latest thing in the Everdark. Make a deception check. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm good at this. Ooh. Let's go. Dice, 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 dice. Uh, only rolled a 10, but I do have a plus 7. Okay. Uh, for 17. Okay. Oh, wow. I... Love being ahead of the times. And good for you for being ahead of the times. Mm-hmm. Ah. Uh, where did you get that fashion line from, honey? I thought, I think I saw it in Lake Town this last summer. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Yikes, make an intimidation check. Do it with advantage, because Gabriella really helped you out. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. Support. That would be a 17 as well. Oh, well, you know, it's just one of my older garments. I haven't gotten, (laughs) uh, I just, I want to save the best for tonight. I would absolutely invite you, but unfortunately it's too full. We have to get going anyways. I mean, I I know that it's so nice to see you, but we actually have a tight schedule that we wouldn't really be able to squeeze you in here anyways. Oh, I understand. It must be so hard having to work for your contracts and your money. You won't. Oh. You just can't be able to throw parties as grand as beautiful as this. I'm sure you have. You have no idea of how you know jobs and such work. Oh, I have people who I pay for well, to do since jobs she, for since me. She used to be a singer and have that background. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. since you know your. Uh, what was it? I heard that you were uh, acting back background. Uh, singing. Oh. I was a soprano. Oh, okay. I was the prima donna. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Well, well, I was. We must be going. I wish you luck with your. I give a glance at the boxes, exotic foods, and oh, I wish you, you luck. Thank you. Nobody could do better than me, right, Gabriella? At these parties. Ooh, good luck answering that one. You're well, one of a kind. I, that is very good. Certainly <laughs> one of a kind, but I don't know that you would be able to do the best. Oh, you're calling her out on it. Ooh. There's so many shots fired right now. I'm sorry, what? It's certainly good for this area, but what about the entire valley? Midsummer's Eve is coming. 
I bet I could put something together that will far surpass anything that you've got here. You bet that you can? Are you willing to... <laughs> are you really willing to shake on that? I wouldn't have said it if I wasn't willing to. I mean, I know your parties were okay in college, but... Okay? I they guess... were the top. Well, I guess game can sometimes recognize game, but I'll take you up on your offer. <laughs> shake? Of course. And I stick out my hand with confidence. All right. So what happens here, Irithel, is when they grasp their hand, it looks like they're talking really, really quickly to each other as they're basically negotiating the contract between them. <laughs> oh, man. And their eyes start glowing. The air around them starts moving very quickly. It's swirling all around them. And then at the end, you hear Gabriella say the terms of the contract, and they are? I propose that whoever has the greatest party will win three months of devoted servitude from the other. Devoted, you say? Let's make it more interesting. Undivided service, which means I will have you in my debt for three whole months, wholly and totally. And if I have you, then guess who will be scrubbing the sides of the siren's wake? <laughs> Her eye twitches a little bit. I agree. And as she says, I agree, what happens? On either of our arms, there is a growing of similar to Granny Grey Willow's signs of the vines, but it is less so. It is also encircled with blowing leaves. Awesome. So this wraps around her arm, you said, right? Mm -hmm. Around her wrist area? We'll go forearm. Okay. So just above her elbow. So you see this vine with leaves similar to Granny Grey Willow's, but Gabriella's own flair. Wrap up Egregia's arm. Oh, it's leaves and stars. Sorry, leaves and stars. You yes. see these leaves and stars wrap up her arms. She takes a look at it and goes, Well, I guess I could hide this until the party. It then moves further down this is to like so, any. <laughs> yeah, it becomes a, a sleeve tattoo. <laughs> uh, that's so much better. You really need to work on your contract art. Anyways, I need to get going. Thank you so much for all of your help. It was very nice to meet you, Dancer. I'm sure I can say likewise. Egregious? Egregia. Oh, Egregia. But I can understand that it's probably not in your language. So, adieu, <laughs> goodbye, and please get off my property. And she waves you off and shuts the door as the <laughs> crates are shipped inside. Hmm. So... Izzy and Mickey, what are you doing during this time? <laughs> so, since Gabriella has gone to deliver the candied strawberry jellyfish and Irithel went with her, I turn to look to see where Mickey's gone. Mickey, where have you gone? Why, I don't think you'd be surprised at all. I've abandoned you. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I figured. <laughs> Noticing she is on her own, Izzy gives a slight shrug and then makes her way towards the market in pursuit of suppliers for her jewelry store. <laughs> okay. So you walk into the market and you see a whole bunch of different signs. You smell a bunch of different smells. There's a bakery nearby that just smells so delicious. Might be warlock cookies. You don't know. Mm, I'm going to stay far away. <laughs> As you are wandering around, you see all different types of fae. You see 
like miniature tree ants walking around. You see something that you're you've never seen before, but it moves very very quickly. It stops right in front of you and cocks its head a couple times, laughs, and then runs away very very quickly. Almost you blink and it's almost, and it's gone. Like they looked at me and did that. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Because you're very interesting. You are very new. Mm-hmm. You also see a hunched over woman with. I, I don't know how she's swinging it, but it's very beautiful, tattered garments. She gives you an eye. You feel a chill run up your spine. And then she walks away. Beautifully tattered. Beautifully tattered. Very tasteful. Very tastefully tattered. <laughs> so, you know, like distressed jeans. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit more tattered than that. Very, yes. very distressed jeans. Pur- purposely tattered for Purpose- fashion. <laughs> There you go. They're fashionably tattered. Fashionably tattered. Perfect. And as long as it hits your aesthetic, you're good. Mm-hmm. You see a couple pixies flying in the sky. You see a few sprites that look similar similar to Daniil that you met earlier. One of them is <laughs> carrying an extremely long, long sword as if training, but it's made of wood and they're having a very, very hard time keeping that thing above their head. Mm-hmm. You also see a beautiful-looking horse with a horn on in the middle of its forehead, but on second glance, the horn is more like an ice cream cone, and the horse is looks glamoured like it's kind of stuck on there. It's mm. mm-hmm. I was like, do unicorns not exist in D and D? Not here. You just may not have seen them. Okay, just making sure. You see. Ice cream corns exist, though. Don't worry. Oh, okay. Yes, ice cream cones exist. Now I'm just imagining a horse that just dispenses ice cream cones. <laughs> That's their business. You know what? That's exactly it just what slides happens. Off. It's an ice cream oh, hor- ice cream corn. Where yes. does the ice cream come from? Corn. <laughs> it comes from the horn. Where else? The horn. Yeah. I thought that's where the cones came from. You have to lift it. Oh, you, yeah. have to, you have to lift it, and it comes out you know, in nice round. <laughs> no, 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 no. The cones are there for like children to enjoy. They're like, ha! Look, the horn came off, and then it's like normal scooping ice cream. It's it's just part of a business. I mean, it's right? Just magic. Yeah, it's just well, you know well, entertainment. Well, I'm just saying that the, the ice cream corn is probably stationed right next to an ice cream stand. Yeah, there you go. Okay. That's much safer than, you know, me with unicorn poop. (laughs) Yeah. As you're walking, you do see a sign. It's in Sylvan, it's in Gnomish, and it's also in Elvish. Do you speak or read any of those? Huh. Yeah, no. (laughs) Mm -mm -mm. And very, very hastily and very crudely in, like, Dwarvish. Okay, I can understand that. I will say... (laughs) Elvish is a bizarre language choice, given how few elves there are. <laughs> well, there are Eladrin. Yeah, they just met an Eladrin. Do Eladrin count as elves? Yeah, they are Eladrin elves. <laughs> as you go to the sign, you see it says Planar Imports. Mm. In it. But it's really more like... Plane of Imports. Plane of Imports, because the, they don't speak Dwarvish. <laughs> so you assume this is the same place. And behind you, you hear a dog barking and a poof, poof, and a dog jumps right in front of you and just blinks into existence. Well, that's fun. And then you hear, hee, as a tiny purple dragon flies right past your head and the dog goes, woo, woo, and poof, blinks away, chasing after it. Huh. 
That's that's different. Can I tell what kind of store this plane of imports is? <laughs> it looks very similar to other merchant shops that you've walked by. If you peer into the window, you can see all sorts of strange knickknacks, all sorts of strange items. You see like a head of broccoli. You see a head of broccoli, but it's sentient. It's weird. So this is like a Hallmark, but not yeah. chain store. It's like a curio shop. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like a curio shop, a Hallmark store, if you will. But also you see up on the walls, you see like big bins of like powdered stuff or granules. So it looks like there's like maybe some material components in here as well. You think this is the right job. Okay. It's got everything. Okay, so this is the shop I'm looking for? You think so. All right, I enter. So you walk in and you hear a ding, 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 but there's no bell. It's just the door opens. Oh, that's nifty. And that sentient broccoli that you saw is the shopkeeper. <laughs> well, from the back, it looks like that they are sentient broccoli, but they turn around and you realize it's like a teenage treant and their leaves... Part of their leaves are like off to one side and in front of one eye, so like super emo. That's and they've got, a, they've got a book in their hand and they're like, Welcome to Planar Imports. How may I be of service with or without contracts? Yes, I am actually here on business to see if I can secure some suppliers for my shop back in Lake Town. Would you be the person I would speak to, or do you have someone else, uh, the owner of the shop? Not sure if you are the owner. They turn the page. Not the owner. What kind of supplies do you need? Anything that would be used for fine jewelry and accessories. Metals, gemstones, things of that sort. Raw materials. <sighs> they close the book. Yeah, let me get the owner. And you see that their feet were propped up just behind the counter and they fling them over. Stay here. Don't touch anything. And if you do, it will bite. Be back in a second. Thank you. And a few moments pass and you hear the sound of clopping behind the curtain. And from behind the curtain, you see a satyr, a tall satyr, a man, and he says, well, welcome to Planar Imports. My name is Siva Sangren. May I have your name, please? Hi, Siva. You may call me Windwalker. Ah, I see somebody has told you. You definitely are not from here. I was hoping. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can understand. But no, I have a friend here who is a local. You may or may not have heard of her. She goes by Glimmer Glamour. Glimmer, yes, actually. Is is Gabriella in town, perchance? Uh, yes, she actually is running a drop-off right now. Oh, when you see her next, could you please tell her that I have something for her? I haven't seen her in over a year, but I need to give her something. Yes, absolutely. I'm sorry, you said your name was... Siva. Siva. Siva Sanguin. <laughs> Gotta write on my notes because I will forget. I wonder what he's called now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming Siva Sanguin is not... That's not his name at all. He was. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Did your employee tell you my reason for being here and wanting to speak with you? Yes, yes. And he waves his hand and a booklet shows up. These are all the 
items that we have of raw materials. Are you looking for gems? Are you looking for Feywild specific? Are you looking for Shadowfell? What 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 piques your interest? What exactly are you looking for? I'm looking for anything that is unique and interesting to make beautiful jewelry pieces. Great. I'm going to need you to be a little bit more specific. Know, we I'm have sorry. a lot of those. <laughs> so I have no experience with Feywild or Shadowfell or any of those planes. Would there be any materials that would be dangerous on this plane if I were to put them into jewelry? Absolutely. Are you looking for dangerous? No. Okay. And then you see a, like a two inches of the book just disappears. Okay, good. <laughs> okay, that definitely narrows it down. What exactly are you looking for specific elements? Are you looking for uh, specific illusions? What, what exactly are you looking for? So I don't need illusions. Another section disappears. <laughs> I definitely am looking for different kinds of metals like gold silver bronze platinum if there is anything unique that is non-magical as far as metals go usually in a fine wire but can also have thin sheets Hmm. let me think and the book opens it starts moving its pages And you see after a moment, another section pulls away, and then another, and then another. Uh, Metals, you say? Yes, that's at least one of the items I'm looking for. Okay. We do have a metal that comes from the Feywild called Ridimaculum. Bless you. You're not there. <laughs> Thank you. I sneeze very hard sometimes. <laughs> Silently. But oh, wait, yeah. Mickey's following me silently. I get it now. <laughs> Bless you. You hear from the corner. Thank you, kind sir. Ridimaculum. This material can be done in sheets. It's a little bit thicker than you say you can get silver, unfortunately. However, well, it- is it uh, more s- silver can be a little bit brittle depending on how it's forged or um, how the sheets are formed. Is this more premium quality metal? Absolutely. Okay. This material, again, you can't get it quite as thin. It's a little bit more brittle than silver, but if you keep it into thicker strands and thicker quantities, it should be fine. Okay. Ridimaculum, however... When it's on this plane, it reacts to the air. It reacts to weather. It re- reacts to humidity. Anything anything that could possibly change it. And it can change colors. So Is with that the something? elements? Yes. Okay. So if it's snowing, it may turn a brilliant silver. If it's raining, it may turn a uh, blue that seems to wave against whatever you put it up against. If it's windy... Sometimes it goes transparent. I can't really determine what it does, but sometimes it disappears. It freaks people out. I promise it's still there. I mean, if they can still feel it, then that's that's fine. That sounds very promising. Yes. I will say I've seen people mix it with gold, and it has some very unique properties. However, it loses some of that brilliance of... um, Magical... Magical Transmutative properties. Right. Makes sense. Um, that's probably fine. I think anything, if if I were to mix any kinds of metals, it would be in very small quantities that it wouldn't 
be such a loss of losing that. It's not going to be it's the main piece. Right. Yes, that, that sounds wonderful. How much do you need? Well, that's part of the thing. I'm looking to basically set up a... Hmm, how you say... <laughs> I'm trying to avoid that word because I don't understand its implications. <laughs> um, trying to set up uh, recurring shipments as needed. Oh, well, if we do that, then I need somebody here, reputable in the Court of Leaves, to endorse you because you are definitely are not from here. I need to make sure, and this is not against you, but I've had some issues with people from misery who have tried to take what is mine and, well didn't end well uh, i absolutely understand and if you have an endorsement from a reputable person then absolutely i could we could do a test run how about that i would absolutely love a test run i also need to inspect the quality myself and absolutely I mean, this is a two-way street but that that is my long-term goal here so if for now we just need to do a single shipment then i think for now does this go by like weight amount or um, how much per, we'll say... It goes by ounces. All right. So, like, let's say how much gold would 10 ounces go for? Ooh, 10 ounces. That would probably go for 1,500 gold. Okay. So that you is... must, I, I understand that's probably quite a lot. However, it is a very unique and rarer material. Oh, I was absolutely not going to try and downplay your cost. It just gave me a basis of estimate of what you value that metal at. So thank you. Mm -hmm. So I think for now, let's see. You said 1,500 gold. For 10 ounces. For 10 ounces. So. And and I will say that he does also mention that 10 ounces is the minimum that he can ship. Okay. Do you have any on hand right now? I do, actually. And he snaps in a little piece of, it's kind of a greenish blue at the moment. He's like, ah, it's very humid outside and hands it to you and I hold it it's very light like mm. you expect it to be heavy for how thick it is it's about an inch by inch very very light but as you move it around in your hand and it starts to warm up you notice that the colors start to change it turns a little bit more orange it turns a little bit more yellow so it's reacting a little bit to your hand it's basically like a mood ring right at the moment however if you put it up to the window it would react different okay. differently and not sure if you have experience or have other customers uh experience this metal reacts well to being transformed into different like shapes and things like that like if i were to hammer it out like a blacksmith <laughs> uh yes it's it's hammerable it's meltable however again not too thin. Right. You will know you will know the breaking point very quickly once you get there. Oh, that that makes sense. Um All right. Yes, this is this is wonderful. Thank you. I will keep that on the back burner for now because I know that you need a reputable endorsement and I don't have that gold on me right now, but all right. If we can at least establish a connection, then that is a great start for me. And then, I, we don't have to role play this out, but Izzy's also going to ask about different gemstones and what his going rates are for those. Yeah. Your most common, like, 
rubies, diamonds, sapphires. So those are going to be roughly around the same cost as getting it outside. Since you have Gabriella, who can possibly help transport it if you sign on with her and do stuff, you might be able to get it for a little bit of discount with okay. Gabriella. So it may not give me a benefit to buy them directly from the no, Quirrelites. Okay, not that's really. fine. Then I'm going to ask him if he has any special gemstones. I'm glad you asked. I actually have about three tons worth of what's called Camorsi. Camorsi? What's that? Camorsi comes from a plane of existence called Arcadia. Now, Arcadia is very similar-esque to the Feywild. However, it's a little bit more... a little bit more different. (laughs) Sure. Uh... It's one of those things where you have to go there to see it, to be- to understand. However, seeing is believing. Indeed. Arcadia has a mineral called Camorsi. Just had an expedition come back from there. And Camorsi is a rock. It doesn't look very interesting as its own. However... Unpolished or unpolished? Unpolished doesn't look very interesting. Okay. However, it has a very special property... That when heated, it turns into a liquid. However, it stays within its own bubble. So the liquid inside swirls, but at the same time. So this is its polished form. However, when you touch it, it's solid. But it still swirls. Fascinating. It's very fascinating. Izzy's already getting ideas of using the... Oh gosh, I've already forgotten all the words. Camorsi and the metal... Uh-huh. <laughs> Ridimalcum? The uh, Ridimaculum. Okay. So Izzy's already getting ideas of the Camorsi and the Ridimaculum forming these jewelry pieces that accentuate the changing of colors and how that would be very, very interesting for her shop. Indeed. I will say, though, that this has a higher load. So to ship it, it is a half ton minimum. And the price for the half ton will be 20,000 gold. Good to know. You need to make a lot of gold real quick. <laughs> Call in favors from your, the, um, from the accountant. Accountant. Yeah. Yep. You've got one. Mm-hmm. You could afford, you could afford a, a little bit of root immaculum. Yeah. So while you're doing this, Mickey, what have you been up to? You disappeared on Izzy. Mickey is hiding. Mickey doesn't like it here. He's sulking. He's skulking. He follows Irithel. Okay. He eavesdrops and makes snide comments to himself. Let's do a hide check real quick on this. Do a stealthy stealth. Do I have any advantages or benefits from being... (laughs) There's a lot of shade because there's trees. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I'll say you have advantage. That will be... 21. With a 21, you somehow bypass this tree and gate. It doesn't notice you, so you're able to get by. And so, yeah, you see the interaction between the gals <laughs> and all of a sudden Gabriella and Egregia are just surrounded in a tumultuous wind and they're glowing and there's lots of weird stuff happening. And then as soon as it starts, it stops. Mickey is very concerned about the future. It looks too festive. (laughs) (laughs) 
looks like too much fun. Not enough stabbing. <laughs> you know, it's nice to rain on other people's parades, but he doesn't fancy, you know, making the parade that other people can rain on. It's not his stick. So that's mm-hmm. what Mickey's doing. So, Izzy, as you are talking about other things, different metals, working stuff out. Yes. Gabriella and Irithel, who stopped by the boat and saw that nobody else was there. <laughs> well, I mean, I told them that they could go, you know, off wander. Mm-hmm. I mean, weren't Sheila and Otis still on the boat because they refused to leave? Oh, yeah, that door is locked. They are not coming out. <laughs> okay. I like to think that they're not there either. <laughs> <laughs> Mentally, they're not there. <laughs> yeah, no. The last time Otis was here, had a rough time. Anyway, could ask about it later. But... <laughs> <laughs> Gabrielle and Irithel, you make it to Planar Imports, and you see Izzy haggling. Oh, yes, Gabriella. Siva. Hi. It's been so long. Oh, How have you been? Oh, so things are good. Things are good. I'm sorry to hear about your uncle. Yes, it was it was sudden, but... It was. We, we move on. We move forward. Well, speaking of moving forward... I've been dealing with this lovely lady who says, who who knows you? Oh, you've, yes. Uh, Windwalker. Windwalker <laughs> is... He gives uh, you a wink like, <laughs> doing a good job. <laughs> yeah, she has been an invaluable companion so far. Get this. Have you heard of the monster that's been plaguing the poison pond? I've heard rumors. Are they true? Were. Quite possibly. Have you heard? There's a rumor in the court of leaves. <laughs> <laughs> well, Izzy here was instrumental in, believe it, we slayed the beast. You did. Did. Wonderful. It was an incredible fight. I'll have to tell you all about it later. What? Oh, I got a hackish. Mickey pulls out. A piece of parchment out of his mouth and out of his uh, patch, <laughs> out of his, out of the pouch he has in his mouth, and he just totally interrupts everything and everybody. Uh, and he uh, like looks at it and like unfolds it, kind of blinks, and what? then hands it to you, Gabby, what, and walks off. <laughs> Par for the course. Mm-hmm. Thanks, um, whatever uh, your name is. It looks familiar. Yes, this is... <laughs> However, it may... Uh, I'm not sure how well mm-hmm. any ink or whatever was on it <laughs> may have handled. It's been a while. Gabriella is dumbfounded and, like, panicked eyes for a moment and turns to call after Mickey, decides not to use Mickey's name. <laughs> Mickey's not there, by the way. <laughs> Furball, get back here! Vanished. <laughs> Furball? I said, Furball, get back here. Oh, Furball, got it. (laughs) You've got some explaining to do. Oh, no. Yeah, and Gabriella, in your hand is a very, very smudged and very ruined piece of parchment with a section of a map on it. Oh. And Mm. Mickey's tongue is going to be black for a little bit. And that's where we're going to end our session. (laughs) Yay. Yay. Well, thank you all for listening and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Power Word Grit is directed by Corin Sparks and edited by Ashlyn McGregor. If you enjoyed our episode, be sure to tell your favorite kobold about us. Follow us on Facebook. Tweet us at Power Word Crit. Send us an email at powerwordcrit at gmail.com. 
or check out our website, powerwordcrit.com, for character art and bios. Thanks.